Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over installing a suction cleaner and running into a problem that happens sometimes where you can't get the cleaner moving properly. So I'm going to go over some of the keys to look for when you're installing a cleaner, a suction side cleaner, into a pool and you put it in and it's not moving. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So there are some obvious things to look for in your suction cleaner if it's not moving. Of course, any debris jammed in there. Depending on the cleaner type, certain debris will jam it up. So let's, for instance, you have a Hayward Navigator. A lot of times, even a little pebble will get into the turbine and jam it up. If you have a diaphragm-type cleaner, like a Zodiac G3, an acorn or a large object will jam up the diaphragm and stop that cleaner from moving. So, of course, always check for any debris in there. Then, if your cleaner is aging, if it's two years old or older, parts wear out, and I think some of the wear parts may have worn out in the cleaner, and it could stop it from moving. So if you have, again, I'll use a Hayward Navigator as an example. There's something called an A-frame and turbine inside there. And just by the fact that it's moving on the bottom, bouncing, kind of vibrating on the bottom of the pool, that part wears out and the cleaner will stop moving. So the age of the cleaner is also a factor in the fact if it's not moving in the pool, as well as some debris getting jammed in there. But there are other aspects when you install a suction cleaner or other things that could cause a problem with it. But of course, you always want to start with the most obvious problem of a suction cleaner, which is debris being jammed in there. And then you want to move on to these other problems that I'm going to discuss here that could be causing the cleaner not to move in the pool besides debris being jammed in there. So if you check the cleaner, there's no debris in there. And you check it carefully, of course, because sometimes you have to open up the top and you have to take things apart to get into the turbine just to make sure there's nothing jammed in there. Then you may want to look at another problem that could cause it not to be moving. And this could be a problem also when you're setting up the cleaner for the first time and you can't get it to move properly in the pool that you're setting it up in. One of the first things to realize with a suction side cleaner is that it's going to use the pool equipment to operate. Another thing to think about is the physics of having a pool cleaner in the pool itself. You have 30 feet of hose on average that's going to be connected to the skimmer and then that's going to be pulled from the skimmer to the pump and put it back into the pool. So anything that can affect this operation of the extra 30 feet that the water has to be pulled is going to be pretty evident right away. Now, there are some basic things that you you should do when you're installing the suction side cleaner. Number one, the filter needs to be cleaned. If the filter hasn't been cleaned in five months or six months, and you connect the cleaner to the skimmer or a side port, and then you make the adjustments. That extra 30 feet that has to be pulled 
by the pool pump into a filter that's dirty with very high PSI already inside the filter would make any cleaner struggle. So as your filter is getting dirty even, so if you had a cleaner connected to a pool for a long time and you have a D filter, once that PSI and that D filter gets to 30 PSI or a sand filter when it gets to 30 PSI or even a single bullet cartridge filter when the pressure rises in there, and there's not going to be enough flow to pull that cleaner along the bottom of the pool. So first step, clean the filter. If the filter grids look really worn out or if the filter cartridges look really old, replace those before you do the adjustments for the suction cleaner because basically you're going to need to have your full power of the pump and filtration working to move the cleaner. And depending on the cleaner, some are heavier than others, some require more suction. So the filter definitely is one thing you want to look at first to make sure that that's clean. Then the next thing, of course, is where are the valves at the equipment set? Sometimes you have two skimmers. That's something that you're going to have to adjust, and I'll address that in a second. But how the valves are set up is really critical on creating enough suction to pull that cleaner on the bottom of the pool. Almost no pool pump or system can be set up with the main drain open with a suction side cleaner attached to it. There are a few exceptions if you have like a two and a half horsepower pump and you have a huge, you know, 520 square foot cartridge filter. Then in some cases, there's enough suction going from the main drain and the skimmer and the side port together without problems. But in most cases, the main drain needs to be turned off completely for the cleaner to operate correctly. So whether it's connected to the side port or skimmer, the main drain has to be off. Now there may be valves you can turn to turn the main drain off. If you have it connected to the skimmer, a lot of times you're taking out the float diverter valve, which is the UFO device, I call it, that's in there. And that controls the suction between the main drain and the skimmer. And by removing that, you're already turning the main drain off in that case. But sometimes there's valves at the equipment. And if you have a single-hold skimmer, some of the older single-hold skimmers, they have a diverter in there. A lot of times the diverter is missing from there because it wasn't threaded in. Or the diverter is jammed in there because it calcified in there and you can't turn it. They actually sell a special tool. It's called the Pool Tool Diverter Removing Tool 126A. And you can put this in there and actually remove that diverter that's stuck in there. But that's where the single-hold skimmers that have a threaded diverter that's not moving. And usually, if you don't have a diverter in the single-hold skimmer, you would want to replace that with a diverter valve. They're, they're, not, they're not universal, so you have to kind of figure out which skimmer you have. But there's not a whole bunch of them. There's like two or three major ones. So I would get all of them, see which one fits in your skimmer, and then return the other two that don't fit in there. But a single-hold skimmer needs to have that diverter. And the reason why I'm spending so much time on this is because a lot of people hook up a cleaner to a single-hold skimmer and it's not working. And that's because that diverter valve in there controls the suction from the skimmer to the main drain. And that's how that was in the old days. They didn't have two holes in the skimmer. They just had one hole with the diverter. And that would convert, that would change it from the main drain to the skimmer suction. And so for the cleaner to work properly in a, in a one-hold skimmer, you're going to need to get the diverter to where the main drain is off by turning it and having all the suction going to the skimmer and that's effectively going to get the cleaner working. So with a two-hole skimmer, usually by just taking out that float diverter valve, the UFO device, you're going to turn the main drain off. And then in some older setups where you have the main drain on a separate valve, turn that valve off and have all the suction going to the skimmer. And then the side port adjustment is something that you're going to have to work with. I'll go over that also. I said I was going to touch on two skimmers. One skimmer normally has to be blocked off 
considerably for the cleaner to work in the other skimmer. So if you have two skimmers on your pool and you have the cleaner hooked up on the one skimmer, and even if you have it in there without the regulator valve for the cleaner, you just have the hoses directly in the skimmer. With the other skimmer working at full power, you're still not going to get enough suction usually in that skimmer. Sometimes there are valves at the equipment. You can turn one skimmer off, which is ideal. A lot of times the builders have both skimmers linked together, which is, of course, not ideal. Back in the day, I used to get a one and a half inch drain plug and drill holes in it to plug off one skimmer. But someone has this part that they created, which is pretty smart. It's the 1.5 inch adjustable skimmer plug valve. And it's part number PBS-42-1004. If you shop at Pool Corp, you can pick it up there. And that's the 1.5 adjustable skimmer plug for a two-skimmer hole. Uh, two-skimmer setup, you can plug off one skimmer or adjust the suction on one, reduce it. And then you would use the regulator for the cleaner with the cleaner connected in the other skimmer. And so that's kind of how you would set it up. The suction cleaner at a pool with two skimmers, you would have to regulate one. You may even completely plug off one skimmer. That that might be a possibility. But try the adjustable skimmer plug valve. It threads in there and you can adjust the suction on the secondary skimmer if there is no valve at the equipment area. Let me talk a little bit about adjusting the side port valve to get everything working. Again, main drain off. If Even if you have it connected to the skimmer, if you have a configuration where you have a separate line for the main drain, skimmer and side port are connected together, turn the main drain off anyway, give the skimmer full suction, and that way when you start to use the side port, you don't have to really worry about modulating that suction too much. You want to get as much suction out of the side port as possible. Again, the filter is a factor, so make sure that's clean. But basically, you want to turn the side port adjustment. Typically, it's a Jandy valve right off of the skimmer line, and you want to adjust it just to where the cleaner is moving but not to where the pool is cavitating. There's no other adjustment necessary. You have the hose connected directly into the vac lock on the side of the pool, and then you're using the side port valve to adjust the suction. Sometimes you're going to have to really crank it up to the point where you're going to see air in the pump. But if you start seeing the pump cavitate and kind of lose suction, then you've gone too far and there's too much suction there. And then you have to look at some other alternatives. Maybe that cleaner is not suitable for your pool. You have an undersized filter. Maybe you have a three-fourth horsepower pump and it's not enough suction to get that moving. I've seen that happen in rare cases. But in the majority of cases, once you adjust that side port, you should have no problem getting that cleaner moving if you make the right adjustments there with the main drain off and with some of the, power, some of the suction going to the skimmer and the rest of it going to the side port for the cleaner. And of course, if you have a variable speed pump, you want to start at a higher RPM or percentage of speed and then kind of reduce it down. So for instance, I would start with like 3300 and then adjust the side port. And if you see you have plenty of room to adjust it, go ahead and lower it down to 3100. Then adjust the side port accordingly, closing off some of the skimmer suction, giving more skimming ability to the cleaner. And then at 3100 RPMs or 75% power, if you still feel like you're getting really good suction, then lower it down to 2,800 RPMs or maybe 65% power, 70% power, and see if you can still get the cleaner moving well, keeping the variable speed pump at a lower RPM. Generally, you don't need anything over 3,100 RPMs to get a cleaner moving effectively with the side port, but you may have to increase it to 3,200 or 3,300 RPMs to get a cleaner moving. I find that a lot of cleaners work perfectly fine at 2,800 RPMs, 
to 3000 RPMs, which will save you some electricity while it's running, but you want to adjust the speed of the variable speed pump up so that you can get the cleaner moving. Now with the skimmer insulation, the cleaners come with a regulator valve in most cases. I really don't like the creepy crawly one. It's the one that that's for the creepy crawly and the one for the rebel is fine, but it's the um, K12004. It's the white uh, self-regulating valve. I find those to be highly ineffective in most situations. So I just kind of just keep those and have them in storage. I have like six of them or seven of them in my garage. I don't use them. I kind I guess I should resell them on eBay. I'm not a big fan either of the Zodiac Flowkeeper valve, which is shipped with their G3 cleaners and their Ranger cleaners and the MX cleaners and the new Polaris Atlas cleaner and Max cleaner. I prefer the Hayward valve over all of these. So it's the Hayward, the V094P. It's got the blue little knob that you adjust. Now the only drawback with the Hayward one is that the blue knob with the white fitting on the end has a small hole and that can be jammed up with leaf debris. But I find the Hayward one much easier to adjust with the cleaner. So I'll use those on a Zodiac cleaner. The you know if I have a G3, I'll be using the Hayward regulator on that. If I have a creepy crawly, I'll be using the Hayward regulator on that because it's much improved over the other ones. And I will take the Flowkeeper valve and I'll sell that on eBay for like 50 bucks. They're worth a lot of money. People like him. I don't like him. I like to adjust it myself without self-regulating because I want that cleaner to be dialed in at a certain speed in the pool with the variable speed pump running at a lower RPM. And sometimes that can't be achieved with the Flowkeeper valve nor with the creepy crawly self-adjusting valve. So if you have a regulator valve that you just can't adjust because it can't get the flow right, then you want to go with the Hayward valve, the Hayward V094P. It's a great regulator valve for the cleaner. Sometimes your pool may have way too much suction, and this happens a lot out there where you know they have a two-horsepower pump, you have the equipment right next to the pool, and the cleaner can't be adjusted down. Even with the regulator valve, at the full open position in the skimmer. So what you can do is double stack the regulator valves. There's enough room in almost all skimmers for the double stacking of them. So just get two Hayward V094Ps and stack them together, one on top of the other, and open up the regulator on those to lower down the suction. It's highly effective, and I do it all the time out there when I can't get the skimmer suctioned low enough with a skim with a cleaner connected to the skimmer with the single regulator that's shipped with the cleaner. And I guess a pro tip would be that if when you install a cleaner at the side port, keep the regulator valves handy for your use in the future. And especially if you have a Hayward one, if you have a pool cleaner that you Hayward pool cleaner aquanaut that you installed, keep that Hayward regulator valve for another cleaner. It's gonna come in handy. I have like ten of them in my garage and I have some flow keeper valves I probably should sell have like three or four of those but definitely there are better valves than the one that come with the cleaners and i don't know why zodiac for all these years has stuck with the Flowkeeper valve i just think it's ineffective in regulating the cleaners in a lot of pools especially those with very high horsepower pumps and with the variable speed pump i think you have better luck with the hayward regulator so you can adjust it fine-tune it so that you can get the cleaner moving perfectly and I guess with the variable speed pumps, the Flowkeeper valves aren't terrible. They're just harder to adjust. And I just, I'd rather have more control over it, I guess I should say. 
I know I'm spending a lot of time on these valves, but it's like my pet peeve. I just wish they made a better valve for the cleaners. And Hayward has the best valve, period, that I can think of. It just sometimes gets jammed, gets jammed with debris, and then that cleaner is like jamming on the bottom. So if you have a navigator that's moving like at warp speed, it's probably because there's some leaf debris stuck in the blue section. There's like a white little fitting in there, and there's a hole in there. So just unscrew the blue section. Be careful. The spring, doesn't, the spring won't drop out and get sucked into the skimmer. It'll get sucked into the pump basket like I've never done that before. And make sure you just adjust it back down once you get the leaf debris out of there. So the regulator valves are important. And I guess I'll touch lastly on, let's say you have everything set up, and you notice that when you have the cleaner connected, the filter PSI drops to 0, and it goes up to 10 or 15, then it drops back down to 0. It'll do this like every 2 minutes. I think at that point, you're going to have to look at your system and see if there is a air leak somewhere, or a suction leak as they call it, and look at the pump O-ring, look for any water by the pump, or anywhere where you think air is coming into the pool pump. A good way to test if you have an air leak is connect the cleaner to the skimmer or the sideboard, turn it on, and if that happens, like every two minutes or every minute, the PSI and the filter drops, you lose suction, and it comes back on. Turn the suction to the cleaner off, or unplug it from the skimmer, and let the pool run regularly, and if it holds its PSI in the filter, and the pump holds its prime, then you know that you have a suction leak somewhere. Typically, it's either a union in front of the pump or above the pump on a discharge, or the threaded area of the pump. Maybe the pool ran low on water, you didn't notice it, and the threads actually will melt. You can't see it. There's no leak, maybe. So replacing the threaded part on top of the pump and in front of the pump sometimes solves that problem. And sometimes it's as simple as the pumplet O-ring. I remember one time I had this pool where I had the suction cleaner connected to it. I just installed it, and it had the symptoms I was talking about. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just start with the basics, which is what you should do. So I just took the whisper flow lid off, and sure enough, the O-ring just fell right out. And that's usually the case that it's worn out. So I put a new O-ring on there, put a little bit of magic lube on it, tightened it up really good, turned everything back on, and that cleaner worked beautifully. So any air that gets in there is going to stop this process because, again, you're pulling the water an extra 30 to 40 feet with the hose going into the skimmer or maybe the side port. And all of this extra water that needs to be pulled, if there's any air in the line, it's going to be really apparent by the fact that it's going to have trouble pulling that water from the cleaner head at the bottom of the pool all the way up into the pump. And when you unplug the hoses or just turn off the cleaner, You'll notice that it has no problem pulling the water from the skimmer into the pump and back to the pool because it's a much shorter distance and the air leak won't be as prevalent when there's really not it's not pulling an extra 30 feet of water. So those are the basic problems you're going to run into when you're setting up the suction cleaner and those are the things to look for. It's pretty easy to set up. The instructions in the box usually help with the particular cleaner and adjusting the speed of it. And then, of course, all the fine-tuning you do, like I mentioned here, will definitely help getting that, get that cleaner moving in the pool that wasn't moving. And one last tip, I think, if you have a cleaner that's just not moving and you tried all of this, it could be the cleaner itself. I've had some defective cleaners out of the box. I had an MX-8 that I put into a pool, and it would just sat there, and sometimes I would get it to move, and I was like, it's brand new, what's going on here? And sure enough, there was a defect with the engine. It was like a little bit off balance, but... There's no way to really know this when you put it in there. 
So a good idea if you have a pool service company is to have a couple extra cleaners that you can swap out. If you have a cleaner you put in that's not working well, just put in a cleaner that you know is working, like a Zodiac Ranger would be a good one to put in there. And if that thing is moving around the pool really well and the cleaner that you installed isn't working, my guess is there's something wrong with that cleaner, maybe a defective part or something jammed. And so that's one thing to look at also. Not very common, but it's always good to have a cleaner you can swap out. If you have a neighbor, take their cleaner, put it in your pool, and vice versa to see if it's not the cleaner itself with the problem, but the system has the problem. And that's really a good idea for an older cleaner that's not moving. If you have a neighbor with the cleaner, you swap it out. Or if you're a pool service provider, you can swap out the cleaner and then see if it's the cleaner itself with the problem or if it's the system with the problem. And a cleaner that you know is working, if it doesn't work in that pool, then you know it's a system problem. But if it starts moving around, then you know that the cleaner that you swapped out probably has something wrong with it that's keeping it from moving in the pool. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, go to my website, swimmingforlearning.com, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll bring you a drop-down menu of other, of other podcasts that I recorded. If you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.